You can't restrain Steve-O. Mark Stevens Football Update for Load Restraint Systems. Make sure you're load safe with Australia's total range of cargo restraint products. Loadrestraint.com.au Yeah, I've been thinking it for quite some time. You can't restrain Mark Stevens unless he joins the team on Big V Racing, which he does each and every day around midday. And usually he's got a big breaking story for us because he is the number one man when it comes to news. Thanks, Matty and Matty. Have you had a big story on Farlap? Is that right? Ninety. Uh, what is it? Ninety-seven years later, Matty. Yeah, uh, just uh, some more insights into the real story behind the the plunge, the most famous Amazing. plunge in Australian yeah. racing history. I was just thinking, you know how. They say no one can restrain Mark Stevens. I've got about five mates I could get together. I can like restrain him. Tradies, you know, <laughs> yeah, the, the I'd be blue easily, collar types. Easily put away. He's a pretty laid back character, Mark Stevens. He is pretty. Yeah, I don't think he needs to be overly restrained. Laconic. That's one of the great words. Ah, uh, yeah, but it's uh, yeah, I can fire up when needed. Oh, I reckon he could fire. Up. He'd be a bit of a Vesuvius. He, he erupts once every three thousand years. Yeah, that's right. When you grow up in the back streets of Shepparton, you've got to know how to look after yourself. You said you didn't know how to change a tyre, really. No, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'd be easily taken, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, interesting. I've had a call from Reuters out the back. They're following up that story. Okay. Worldwide. So, Which story? On the file app. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Oh, okay. Well, you better the Pressure under for a real revelation now, but there will be one. <laughs> hey, um... Any update on the Collingwood situation? Well, the Collingwood situation at the moment, of course, they're trying to get on with business as usual, uh, Maddie. but you know when these stories break, and at this time of year there tends to be a theme, and I think the media are going to be onto this one for a while. The AFL will be hoping it goes away quickly. And, of course, yesterday we had one of these purported to be mothers or alleged mothers that we believe to be a mother of a former player, of course, uh, called into 3AW. She sounded rigid, did you? And I think AW did. did the due diligence to be confident to put it away. They did. Yeah. I'm not sure how you can be 100% confident, but you assume that that's uh, pretty much close to 100%. So that was concerning, the fact that she said that, he, you know, the first function he ever went to, he got introduced to cocaine. So the drug issue in footy doesn't go away, but in general society... As the floodgates opened anyway, and in, in five years' time, we'll be even worried about this. Would, would it even be a story? Ten years ago, mm. this was much bigger Well, as a story. Put it this way, is the, say, the drug issue in AFL any greater than the drug issue outside of the footy ground? Is it, is it, is it more just a reflection of society? Yeah, I think it mirrors society, uh, young people um, in general, and... Uh, mm. We just have to live with that. I'm not trying to downplay so, so, it, but I, yeah. I don't think... Uh, I think you've got to take it in the context of the world and society we live in a little so bit. So why too. is there that narrative that gets run with that fo- there's a drug issue in football when the reality is, as you point out, Matty, it's society's issue, not football's yeah. issue? Well, there's been two players caught in nine months, which is not a lot, and you know it's Bailey Smith and, and the latest one, Jack Ginevan. So it's Collingwood ticks a box, obviously drugs, it's AFL, bit of a slow news week, so things are adding up there, Matty. But I, mm. I think Collingwood will recover from this pretty quickly. Ginevan will move on and uh, hopefully they'll review the drugs procedure and, and the rules that they've got in place because uh, it's not a deterrent at the moment. No. Well, you the, got the, the strikes. I mean, nobody's really had the three strikes. Say, so, so, you know, if you say it's a mirror of society, you go to your first function, as the mother of the former Collingwood player said, so therefore you've got 20-plus individuals who all come out of different parts of society to be part of that football team. The likelihood of one of those 20 who's a little bit naughty is pretty high, isn't it? So, And the fact that there's only been two pinged in nine months, 
that's what we were saying yesterday. That more tells me how successful the policy is and how how good the culture is in the AFL rather than how bad. There hasn't been 50 in nine yeah, months. Yeah, but they're the only two. two that have been caught, caught on camera. Yeah. So yeah. obviously there's more, but... What's the go with the who committed the crime? The bloke who, um, Ginevan, or the bloke who stood on the dunny seat next door and took a photo of him? Is is there any potential police angle here? I don't believe so. No, there's what? no police angle for... I mentioned that on yeah. uh, Breakfast with Half, that it's an illegal drug, and can you be taking illegal drugs in public toilets or toilets at a hotel? But Matty Nevitt seems to think that that's okay under the law. It's, if it's not under okay, a certain... but it's just not illegal. Well, it should, it's an illegal drug. I mean, how can uh, you, how can you be in the Torquay Hotel? It's illegal. So is it illegal, illegal to go into an injecting room? Th- that's exactly right, Matt. There's that's a... there to save lives and, and addicts who are. I know. You... I know what you're saying, but it, I, I'm guarantee you, it's a low level offence. The the, mm. the the ones they want are the dealers, not the person who's on the mm. fending off a bloke hovering over with a camera and a dunny. Here we go. Someone's texting. Reckon drug issue in AFL is less than society. Yeah, Majority so of too. players don't yep. want to risk being caught. Yep. Not just young people, Steve. Either. I think that's a very yep. interesting yeah. t- uh, text message that maybe football. There's this perception that it's full yeah. of drugs, but it's yeah. probably actually less it, it, than It's ahead of the society. curve, yeah. I would say. I'd say there is no problem of drugs in AFL in the context of what you just said, mm. definitely. It's a very interesting point. Very interesting point. Yeah, I think we'll move on to the footy once uh, the games start on Thursday, Friday. So there's a lot of footy to come, Matty. The, the big news, obviously, took, took Miller, one of the stars of the games, done a hamstring. So mm-hmm. potentially in doubt for round one. That's Gold Coast versus Sydney. And I'm um, just hearing a bit of a whisper about Jack Rewald. That's a watching brief, whether he's got a soft tissue, perhaps a hammy that uh, hasn't been reported yet. Jumping so, Jack. Jumping Jack. That's a, a watching brief, a bit like the, the text that Maddie Stewart got yesterday. Sometimes you get these little tip-offs. Mm. Mm. Uh, speaking of text messages. 24 jockey, uh, track stuff up there yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any positive results? It'll take a week or two to come through. It's not a rare. So it was a raid? No, it was a visit. Across, <laughs> across <laughs> in media we use stronger terms. and across it's a number a of stables was it is that number okay. of staff were randomly tested and right. the history suggests that they're not all going to come back clean. Mm, okay, what would the penalties be under the racing rules in that case? Uh, what is the, the drug policy? Yeah, in um, Kevin, uh, hang on, I've got that. Just w- keep going. We probably yeah. should know that, shouldn't we? But it's just uh, it's not as uh, it's not as publicised as what the AFL's drug policy is. No, it's not. Uh, normally for jockeys, disqualification or suspension with taking part in counselling and drug rehab. We were talking about mm. this yesterday, and yep. it's very similar to the AFL's difficult position on it. That person who texts in, 796, your number ends in. You can have a round of, uh, a round of golf for two at the exceptional Devil Bend Golf Club at Muraduck. So you can enjoy a, uh, a round of golf for two. And we've also got another one to give away as well. So feel free to continue to SMS in 0416 90 50 52 or jump on the phones 1300 652. 927, if you want to get involved in yay or nay. And, uh, Steve, something that Matty Stewart has been strong on for quite some time now is that racing should have its very own Drives to Survive Netflix series. Do you think that would work? Hang on. I want to hear the opener. I love the opener. Okay. Well, let's play the opener. Yay or nay opener, It took us ages to get that horse to record itself, so... (laughs) Where's Mr. Ed? So, what's it going to be? (laughs) Yay or nay? <laughs> right, there we go. We might need to merge George, the yay or nay opener. How hard was it getting that horse up the lift? Oh. <laughs> we might need to merge that into the Steve O Sting opener somehow. Mm. So. I haven't been huge on that we should do it. I've been saying that if we do do it, what's it's going to be hard for racing. What is the actual 
thread that would work? What do you think, Steve? I think it would work for sure. Maybe the listeners can come up with a name for it. We've had uh, Breakpoint. What's the golf one called at the moment? The golf one's a good one. Full uh, swing, I think. Yeah. Full swing. Full the swing. golf one, to be honest, is light years ahead of the tennis oh, one. Oh, that was disappointing. I think the tennis one, to be honest, sums up tennis. They couldn't find any personalities. They started with Nick Kyrgios and ran out. That, that's an issue for tennis, the lack of personality in the game. Golf, extraordinary. Watch the first episode last night, and I think racing would be great. Would they be up for it? Well, I do know that um, there were efforts made uh, along a certain narrative, and that was to focus on the unbelievable emergence of the female participant mm. in the, what mm. was the sport of kings and what did have a dividing line in the nine, up to the 1980s, girls that side, you know, token sort of thing. And now the Rachel Blackmore, Jamie Carr, Holly Doyle, everywhere you look, all the jockeys that are coming through, female. So it's been flipped on its head since Michelle Payne. So the idea, there's, it's in no other really serious walk of life of sport can... And even some would say society with glass ceilings mm. that a female horse or human, forgetting about the weight frayed scale with the fillies, but horse or human where the girls can stand on a completely same the same stage as the boys. There's no female division here, um, and whack them as Jamie Carr, Rachel Blackmore, Holly Doyle, and all. So the idea because it resonates with society to me. It's about it's empowering to females. It's a sort of a it's a a lead to follow. It's, it's all those sorts of things, and I think the outside world would would be fascinated by this equal playing field thing. Yeah, I think so. The yeah, obviously early starts, and you've got race day celebrations. The jockeys. There's line. good vision there. Great vision, but I would do it. You need an international audience, so I'd do it. Australia, Hong Kong, UK. Yep. Mix it up. Suddenly, yep. Yep. you've got a, maybe. US, Kentucky. Well, that maximises your audience. Well, Holly, but you've got to maximise your audience. Well, Rachel Blackmore, the the only time a girl ever won the Grand National was when Elizabeth Taylor was in a a, a fictional movie. And then all of a sudden, after 200 years, Rachel Blackmore wins the race that no girl was ever going to win. And that was the Grand National. You you said that it resonates with society, Matt. My only question there would be how many people vote for the Greens or did did so at at the most recent election? And that would give you an indication roughly of how many people. Don't like horse racing and are, are but, but so it's beyond horse it. racing. It's mm. about girl. It's about female empowerment. It's as far away from horse racing as a horse it, racing. Yeah, you wouldn't, can it be. wouldn't be. Yeah. It's an insight into the inside world of racing, and you'd ha- you'd be looking at a total new audience. That's the whole idea. Yeah. I mean, the golf, the golf doc I watched last night. They start explaining that the lower score is a good thing in golf. So they they, <laughs> they, they did they, that on they, the tennis. Yeah, yeah. So they they need to dumb it down a little bit and widen the audience. So I think. It would be outstanding. But it's not about gambling or horse welfare. It's yeah, about yeah, yeah. girls, People. you know. Yeah. No, I think it, it's got great potential and there'd be great characters and there'd be terrific stories. Um, the, the big question would be whether or not people would just press play in the first place. So I'd love to see it. And, and I, I, no, but I think they would because the narrative is beyond their prejudice against racing. Mm. It's, wow, you seriously telling me that the, on a level playing field, the girls are kicking ass with the boys? That's that's that gets you in straight away. Straight We'd away. We need some scandal, um, incidents, you know, Air, conflict. Maybe we should get you out doing a vox pop, Steve-O, and uh, see what the people think. Mikey, Zero at the end of the day, it is right? content and entertainment, mm. and that is why people tune in on Netflix. Drive to Survive. I have no interest in Formula One, but I'm hooked on the series. Breakpoint, a bit boring, but I'm going to check out um, Full Swing. Yeah, it gets really back in. It's very Drive to Survive levels. Full Swing. Well, 
See, I have no interest in boxing, but I was addicted to um, when we were kings. I've got no interest in Formula One. Never watched a race in my life, but I'm now I now love it because I'm introduced to these characters, and I think that's all the racing one needs is that sell, and then you then I think it works. No, no, I, I get that. I understand that view. What I'm saying is though, there's people out there who they don't have no interest in horse racing. They despise. Horse racing, that's my concern. Well, if you despise it, it actually makes you more curious to look at it mm. if something like this is done. So okay. I don't think it's... I'd like it. That'd be good if it worked like that. That would be good. Mm. That'd be a good hook. Yeah. Well, I despise Jeffrey Epstein, so I was hooked on the docos. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a fair point. Yeah. I didn't like that serial killer either, that, that doco. Gee, that was scary. Yeah, I, that, I wasn't a remake. fan of Ted Bundy. I mean, I wouldn't have a beer <laughs> with him. Dharma. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think we can all, <laughs> yeah. we can all, yeah. all agree could, that... Could he pack a freezer? <laughs> I think we can all agree that it, it definitely would be, for us racing fans, it would be brilliant. And uh, there'd be some terrific characters. No, that mate, I'm telling you, it's, it, it would get others in. It would, okay. It's the only thing racing can do that would get others in. What's, okay. what's the name? Giddy Up? Or? Well, I think someone yeah, else has taken Giddy Up. Uh, which group one are you most excited about this weekend, Matthew? <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. Not the Blue Diamond because I can't get my head around it mm. at all. Um, the Oakley Plate's a ripper. Uh, the Alligator Blood race is a ripper. I think the Oakley Plate because I'm a I'm time honoured. Yep. I'm not time honoured, but I like time honoured races. I think I'm a futurity man this weekend. I think there's futurity some... men. Futurityman, okay. Yeah. Thanks for correcting me. <laughs> no, well, that's the Daniel Harford lead. Steve doesn't like that either. You do. Yeah. Oh, he's anti man. He's anti man. No, I don't like it. But no. it's, it's something that happens through the breakfast show all last year. It's... The longer it went, I'd irritate Pancake Man, Golf Man. Uh, no, I just don't no, like it. It's infected the breakfast show. Oh, no it's horrible. <laughs> Zero four one six ninety fifty fifty two. Some great texts that have come through. Uh, someone said, "Who cares about the haters?" Well, I don't think anyone here really cares too much about them. Uh, Ginevan's from Castle Maine, and I won't finish reading that text out. Uh, do the authorities really want the dealers? We're incredibly soft on drugs. Someone said, "Yeah, we are. It's an illegal drug." So I, I, I just don't understand. We're soft, but you can't catch everyone. I mean, who gets who goes down at this stage for using? Not much. There's not much. No, because I think they're the wrong end of the chain. Yeah, we've put a poll up on social media. Uh, can Rock and Horse win the Oakley Plate this weekend, Matthew? No, I'm a no man. Uh, no man. You're getting a good price to find out. <laughs> I think she's a touch the overs. If she's at her best, Sandown's a little bit different to Caulfield. It's a bit more like Flemington. She's gonna. She'll get a chance. Yeah. She's got to carry weight though. Just had that setback, and I think she's a bit of a pinch hitter. Mm. Interesting. She certainly adds to the race. Top, True top weight. Uh, it's going to be a great race. No doubt about that. Uh, we've already touched on the Collingwood stuff. Steve-O, have you got any more news for yeah, us? Yeah, I'm just having a look ahead to the practice games. I mean, there's a real hunger for footy. What was What's the average crowd at races at the moment? The standard of racing, sensational mm-hmm. on the weekend. And there's a real hunger for uh, really good footy as well. And some of these practice games, I reckon there'll be 10,000 plus. Carlton Collingwood, 11 o'clock on a Friday morning. At Icon Park, which See, is crazy. See, I couldn't to do that. I couldn't. No, I, th- I no, agree. But the, People go. Melbourne, St yep. Kilda, four o'clock Friday. Moorabbin, you'd be tempted to go down there as a demon. Yeah, if I didn't have something on, I would go. For so it's sure. Friday, Arvo, yep. a few cans. You can have the hot dog stand, and then yep. we've got another game at Arden Street. So I think it'll be. We, we don't see much. We haven't seen much footy at all, and by not having these sort of organised practice games too often, it's got that hunger back. Yep. So I'm, I'm predicting um, about. 25,000 between those three games on Friday. Where else would that happen in the world where you just have a practice sort of match simulation attract those numbers? That's a good question. certainly doesn't happen at the jump outs, Matty. 
No, no. Well, look, you, I remember I didn't understand it. You know when you, you misread the play a bit when you're at a tabloid newspaper? When Black Caviar's first foal was having a jump out at Flemington, I was like, oh, whatever. I've seen great champion race mares have foals before. It was hysteria. Mm. Every newsroom cottoned onto it. It was like mm. this, and I just... I, then I sort of half got it in the end, but then I didn't get it at the mm. same time. So, Actually, well, Breakfast with the Stars, it's not a... Um, I mean, it's a week out from the Cox Plate, but you get things like that, Matty, where you get good crowds to them, don't you? The, the Tuesday yeah, morning I gallops. I think being up close to the horses... Oh, look, I'd, I'd probably rather go and see Tiger Woods 20 years ago have a practice swing than watch him play. I'd like to stand there and see it right in front of me. You yep. know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Steve Moran actually uh, was wandering around St Andrews the day or week before the, the uh, British Open many years ago, just having a spirited stroll and a, a green coat said, hey, mate, you might want to go over to the 15th. You didn't hear it from me. And there he followed Tiger Woods oh. around just whacking the balls. Oh, hey, we better get a wriggle on because we're yeah. going to hang around. Are you going to have a yeah, listen? Yeah, I'll hang I got in trouble hang for around. walking on the 18th at St Andrews. Go oh. on the microphone, right? We stole, the, we stole me, Mark Lambert, whose brother Craig played for the Brisbane Lions, and Chris Bassani stole the flag from the 18th hole. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, this is a story. This yeah. is retrospective criminal action. Yeah, this was yeah. in ni- just before the wall came down, it was, in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Wowee. Um, we're going to get a wriggle on. Here because we do. I've got to head to the airport, and we're going to have a good chat to um, the author of the the, uh, the yet-to-be-finished and published book that sheds new light on the greatest plunge in racing history. All right, let's take a break. We will get a wriggle on on the other side. This is Big V Racing. You're with Matt Nevin and Matt Stewart on this Tuesday afternoon.